Hello, listeners. I just want to give an upfront warning that this podcast episode does contain spoilers about season four, episode three of HBO's Secession, starting at about minute marker 545, lasting up until minute marker 1830. So just be forewarned that we majorly spoil season four, episode three of Secession. So prepare yourselves accordingly. Thank you for listening. This episode is brought to you by the following patrons. Candice, Jay, Janice, Dre, Mama D, Pialani, Jessica Michelle, Classic R&B Lover, Shalita, Ari, Cedric, Jess, and Sarah. We thank you very much and appreciate your support and look forward to providing you with excellent bonus content to enjoy. So stay tuned. You know how long it's like? Do you know how long it took me to watch Monsters Ball just to get past the Holly Berry fuck scene? Every two minutes I was out. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm gone. And then I was just I have no need to watch the rest of this long ass movie. Glad I waited Swordfish drop before I even tried. Huh? You see Swordfish? I waited. Oh, Swordfish? Yeah. Yeah, That's in the beginning of the movie. I was out of that too. (laughs) (laughs) That's about a bomb, right? That movie's about a bomb or something. Something like yeah, <laughs> Wolverine's trying to disarm a bomb or some shit like that. Yes, yeah. Bro, wait, it's a song like John Travolta. Yes, he says Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, it wasn't Hugh Jackman for real. It was Hugh Jackman. I think it was Hugh Jackman and John Travolta. Yeah. Oh, so why Jackman was in it? Yes. You know what? Hold on. Oh, I was trying to say not pull that out of my ass. Please, I'm You want? You found your. You found your. Uh, your bugger for the tiger. Right, right. I'm like, damn. Yeah, youngin came up strong with a will to live. Daddy never came home. Mama in the pen. So his relative got him for the devil did. The streets ain't safe just to be playing in. The story never changed. Just for telling it. And it all costs the same when nothing's changed. Let's talk about it like a room full of elephants. I can see it in your smile, you can't hide the pain. I can see you being scarred, don't hide your face. I can feel it in your eyes, a lot is on your mind. Cause when I look in the mirror, I see the same thing. It's like deja vu, I see it all the time. Welcome to Edit That Out, where we always leave it in. Like I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, are my three co-hosts. Let's start with my best friend, Trigger Trick. How you doing, sir? All is well, my man. How are you? Uh, I am fantastically well, next to fantastically swell. I'm glad you asked. I did not think you would ask me, but I love that North yeah, Carolina uh, baske- basketball shirt. Amen to that. I see you representing. We'll be back. We were right on. Right on. We saw uh, this year, though. My God. Oh, that was hard, man. Hard uh, Being a Florida basketball fan, uh, since you robbed us of our basketball coach, technically Oklahoma City robbed us of our basketball coach, but now he's your professional basketball coach. It's been all downhill for the Gators without Billy Donovan. So, college basketball has been, been hurt for me. Kind of downhill for the Chicago Bulls, too. We didn't play in. That's cool. I'm, pre- I'm preferably hoping, which will, Juwan, the play-in tournament is part of the NBA basketball. And, and never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hopefully y'all lose that because the Magic are needing that pick from y'all. So, hopefully y'all lose that. Well, I mean, it's possibly. I hope so. Well, y'all play... Uh, the Raptors. Oh, probably win. Light Bright, how are you doing on this wonderful evening? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just sitting here and uh, got a lot to talk about. So I'm happy to be here with you guys. Okay. Pause on that. Uh, the nigga from Bama. Howard, how are you doing? 
I am perfectly fine, sir. Thank you for asking. Damn, a nigga. All right. Got a ring to it. Can you raise that? You want to get off your chest? Oh, no. Oh, what do you mean? What are we here for? Oh, my God. Speaking of which, speaking of racist shit, I heard we have some MAGA listeners and some Trump supporters as listeners. Um, Well, I'm not going to say who I heard it from. But uh, (laughs) I will say that, you know, I mean, I don't know why y'all listen, but we're very, very happy to have you all as listeners. All listeners matter. All listeners matter. All listeners matter. And um, and you know what you can do because you are a mega supporter. Subscribe to the Patreon. Right, right. We know it's Zimmer, right? Go ahead. Well, we know it's double. Long. It's it's double. Subscribe to the Patreon. Go to the highest tier. Double. All right. Yes. She will. She will show you her fee for Madball. Two subscriptions. <laughs> right. Double that. Subscription equals two toes. <laughs> right. But yes, no, I did hear that we do have some MAGA listeners. Um, One person on this podcast. I'm not going to say who. But uh, he informed us that a lot of uh, people that he is in cahoots with, not by, not by, uh, by chance. By chance, not but not uh, not by his own uh, design, are um, Trump supporters, and apparently they listen. So, uh, hey, white people, okay. I don't know Welcome. what they're giving out of the black shit. Then we discuss. listen. Maybe listen. Maybe they want to hear both sides. Maybe they want to hear both sides, and hopefully, you learn to uh, to make better choices. Listen, write in and keep listening though. Listen Amen. and write in. Write. I want to no, know. No, don't write it. Listen, okay, Juwan, I know you're okay with being called the N-word every day, <laughs> five times a day, but some of us are not. No. Okay. Fake news. Fake news. No. All right. What, what are we here for, though? Okay. Um, I do have one thing that we're here for, and um, listeners, if you are succession watchers and you have not watched the latest episode... Um, we're going to put, uh, in the show notes where you need to skip to, because I am about to talk about succession in five, four, three, two, one. That episode was fucking awesome. Yo. 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 No, I mean, I I was, I was expecting him to die. I didn't think it was going to happen in episode three. I did not expect. Well. I got mildly spooled about oh, in a headline on a Google News when I opened my phone this morning to see whether it was a Google News headline about Trey. What he's not saying is because he has an iPhone and iPhones don't have a weather widget. So what he had to do was go into uh, a several apps. Apparently a- you don't because this nigga got spoiled. All we have to do is turn our phone on and bam, we got the weather for all the next five days. We do so- all that. I don't know what this nigga was doing. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I picked it up and it was like you know, an alert on the lock screen. And it's just Our saying... We have weather on the lock screen too. Yeah, right? what? Yeah. It was just an alert on the lock screen. Saying, oh, there it is right there. Um, oh, it's going to be perfect for <laughs> Yeah, oh, wait, no. It's <laughs> on my lock screen. I'm not judging. <laughs> oh, yes. I did. Said Logan Roy dead. What is the um, 
what is the, the um ramifications? And I was like, what the Bro, that episode was up there with Ozzy Mandias from Breaking Bad. That was yes. one of the greatest hours of That's television I have seen in a very, very long time. Like Trey and I were watching it with our jaws dropped. Everybody just drop the Emmys off at their houses, okay? Mm-hmm. Especially Roman. Oh, Logan wasn't the only one who wasn't reading. Okay. All of them. All four kids had different reactions and they were all visceral. All is this the first is this the final season? This is the final season. Okay. Yes. Oh my God, it was so damn good. That that was excellent. I wanna watch it again, but I I I need a minute before I rewatch that because it, it, it hit me at like what it 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 I was hurt and it was on my person. I was, was pause point. Yeah, I was um legit crying over these rich white folks this morning, bro. That was yeah. the saddest shit on HBO since King Viserys died. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was mm. like even it was just like you said, Jamel, visceral. When Tom, because you see from the beginning, Tom is trying to call she she word, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck Tom, fuck Tom, I'm not answering the call." And then, niggas ain't shit, but yeah. And then of course, um, you know he he got in touch with um Roman, 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 Roman. and like in Roman thinking it was just some bullshit because the last time he mm-hmm. talked to his father, he told him to fire Jerry. He always he's like, "Are you a cut?" He called him a cut the last time he talked to him. Like Jesus. No, he left that message for his dad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were talking about Tom. Yeah. Okay. So it was so visceral, like you said, just like uh, they're doing chess compressions. Uh, we don't know. I don't know. Uh, you can talk to him. He maybe can hear you. And I'm just sitting there, even being spoiled and knowing what's going to happen, just feeling like in the droves of oh my god, mm-hmm. my, my the, the way they shot it. it. Right. This guy's father is dying and he has these complicated feelings and then and then with all of it smiled out. And I especially like the part, you know, well I like all of their reactions when they're trying to talk to him and they're trying to get all of these complicated feelings out, like fuck you, you were an asshole, but I, I I love you. you. Girl, I love when he, you. when she, she went straight to little girl mode with you that. When she said, "Daddy," I was like, "Oh lord, oh lord, this is too much." And then, which is so interesting, because when they finally, fucking, finally got Connor, yes, and Connor came in, and when it was just the four of them, and they were talking, Roman just kind of fell onto his arm like mm-hmm. a toddler, because right. you know he's probably done that before, because. Uh, fucking Connor's a fucking boomer. He's in his 60s, okay? And his little brothers and sister are what, millennials? Okay, he's kind of like an, a surrogate dad to them. And like, you, Genix. okay, well, yeah, but like, okay, well, maybe more so Roman the millennial, but like the other ones, like, yeah, like the, he's kind of like a dad to them too because he talked in other seasons, like, oh yeah, you took me fishing, you taught me how to use the, um, you taught me how to pee. I mean, how to use the bathroom and stuff like that. Because he's he probably was like, what, 18 when, like, maybe Kendall was born? Yeah, something like that, maybe. Each and every one of them, like, all of that happening, like, he's comforting all of them. And I noticed this one part when um they're trying to tell him what happened. And then you just kind of see Kendall off to the side looking like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. 
Connor was the only one that noticed. He did double take, and then he went and go, he went to because he is the eldest son. Yes, and he went over there and comforted his brother because when they went and told him, they looked like little kids trying to talk to him too. Bro, I could talk about this forever. We can go, but oh my god, that episode but, was fucking good. And that part when um I can't even remember the guy's name, but the guy that was on the boat with them um where he was Eric like. He? Eric Northman? No, no, no. He was Eric Northman was sitting in Sweden. Oh, Sid. No, not Sid. Yeah. With the with the pencil neck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. It. So he was like, I know you guys were estranged, or maybe there was someone on the plane there that says like, no, we weren't estranged. Estranged is a strong word. We were not estranged. We I understand. Well, yes, but this was honestly when that happened. I I think it was more so all the stuff they were doing to their father was just tantrum. Well, yes, throwing a tantrum, trying to make a smart business decision and move out on their own. But I never doubted for one minute, and especially in this episode, that they did not love this man. Oh, I knew that all of they they that that he loved all of his kids, even Connor. Um. And they all loved him. And bro, speaking of Connor, did you know if he had just gone to that damn wedding, uh-huh. he would have been okay. Yes. Because they would have been able to get him to a hospital. Right. Right. Would have been able. Wanted- and and it, there you go. He wanted to be an asshole. Yeah, he wanted uh-huh. to go ahead and get this deal out the way. Another uh, part that I really love, like of course with uh Shiv, uh, uh Greg. He, you notice he was the one, oh, I cool guess, kind of like all the leaked it on the low to that black girl he was trying to fuck. Um, he's just trash, right? And he's trying to ingratiate himself back to the family, like, hey, but Tom trying to do these dealers. But, um, I, I especially love the um ending. Well, actually, let me go back a little bit. The whole part where Connor was like. Oh, but he didn't really like me. I don't know what I'm saying. I never got the chance to make him proud. Uh, yeah, and all of them look. feel that way. All of them felt that way, too. Right. And then him asking Willa, is she just with him for money? That was that was so raw and real. But he called her young. And I'm like, mm, young, maybe 42. So she she's young, but she's white. Well, yeah. And I tell you what, like she's probably thinking, like, like, no, I don't love you. Yes, I am here for the money, but you're also a nice guy. You've yeah, never been nasty. Like you never hurt me. You never abused me. I mean, it's bare minimum. <laughs> that was so real shit too. And that very ended, and it was a callback to season. There was an episode in season three where, uh, when. Kendall was on his on his bullshit and trying to get back at his dad, and he was telling his dad like, "You think I want you to die, but I will be broken when you die." Who's and you, Ken, Kendall oh, that's says right, something right. like that in season three, and you see that at the end where he can't bring himself to go see his father's body, and he's just off. At the edge of the airport, just totally devastated and shell shocked because catatonic. Yeah, exactly. That's a good word. 
Uh, that's a good SAT word. But yes, just totally like that he can't break himself. That was a masterful episode. Ab- that was Ab- one of the no best drama. episodes of television. Give everybody um, any. Everybody. What, what I really appreciated is something that Mel pointed out to me was the dichotomy of how the plane reacted, everybody on the plane reacted, versus how everybody mm-hmm. on the ground reacted. Right. Like there was a business side that was the plane. Everybody on the plane was thinking about the business. Everybody on the ground was thinking about personal, like how they are personally impacted and inflicted by it. And the fact that they individually gave each child, save Connor, the opportunity to talk to him one last time. Yes. It really tapped into the nuance of their respective relationships with Logan, which is really a great bow that they kind of tied on Logan's character in general and how he impacted everybody. I think the best bow that they tied on it was that they showed a close-up of the fall and they showed how the stock plunged. How the stock fight. Yeah. And he just said, look at this. Yes. This is Dan. So they showed the relative impact that he had on everybody who trusted and believed it. Amazing. Amazing. I also I like that little, little joke they threw in in the middle with uh with Miss Chucklefuck. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. that was that was fun. Carrie was in straight shots. Like she was just like, so do you need me to help? She said, "No, no, no, no. Oh. just go sit down in the back." <laughs> He's gone now, so you're literally you have no just, job. Go. Just, yeah, we'll fry your ass in two as hours. Soon as we hit Teterboro, okay? And we're bringing Jerry back. What's yes, and Jerry is back. I did like that, that scene with um. Did y'all think that Connor was trying to get a hand job when he was like with Jerry in the after he found out and it was just and he was saying I need the room, but he was like, "Well, you know, well, uh, oh, that kind of a Roman." No, sorry, Roman. yeah, Roman. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, okay. No, I can't. Weird and then that I, nigga I think sad. He was like, I'm really, really sad, but you know, he has this weird thing with um with Jill. The weird sexual relationship. No, really what that was is that he doesn't have that level of trust and confidence with anybody else. So and he just fired at her too. Yeah. If he's really going to like like get the instant therapy that he needs, Jerry is the first and last person he goes to. Right. Okay. I can I feel that yeah. I feel that. I, feel I think yeah. that's that one. Absolutely. Plus, like it she, he did just fire her, like what twenty. She, why she was like, I ain't here for none of this. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry so to say it. I'm so sad. And she was just like, her sorry for laughing him out. Yeah. <clears throat> Which All I, right. Yeah. Yeah. See how she went right back into business mode with mm. the kids and said, like, I know that y'all are grieving. I'm gonna give y'all your space. I'm gonna let you finish. But because you know their godmother, isn't she? She shouldn't got mother. Oh, she is a high mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I th- is that is that all we got for no. succession? Oh, yes, for succession. Yes. Hi, pretty girl. Hey. Oh. Wow, thank you. Yeah, that's all I'm we got like for. <laughs> for <yesterday. laughs> all right. Well, listeners. Hey, listeners. We're back. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. We're back, listeners. Come on back. Come on back. We're done. I'm back too. Mm-hmm. Hey, were you playing some Negro music in your headphones? No. Okay. I thought I heard a song. Okay. Jeez. Warren. That means you well. What was it? <laughs> was it? It wasn't me. I was watching baseball. Okay. That's I, what it was. I need uh, to check on my bets. 
Okay, I am also, well, I didn't watch the latest, latest episode, um, the one with Lizzo, but... Um, oh, Mandalorian. I'm, yeah, I'm still getting caught up on the Mandalorian. It's, it's decent this season. That latest episode. I feel that. Well, it was... Listen, Lizzo, I, I didn't think she was great. I think Lizzo's great. Don't quit your day job, because acting ain't it, girl. Oh. It's That's not you can't see yeah, that scientist I didn't say anything about her weight she can't act because she's fat that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it was in there it was in the scriptures I, I, oh okay girl run the animals right somewhere to the me somewhere in there I have a okay I want I asked Trey this question because I'm sure that he noticed this Trey do you think that that's really Katie Sackoff in the suit because I know she takes her helmet out off a lot. Do you think Oh Book really, of Yeah, you think they really can sack off because Tell about the shape? Boca Tan got got hey. She got <laughs> no, she got this bro. And the know. way she just walks, know. she walks like she sashay I mean, time. <laughs> it's been a long time since the last time I seen her. We had a whole pandemic. We tried to get through she could have been up in the gym. I'm looking at Katie Sackoff right now. I don't know. Like, I don't remember this on Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Well, yeah, that that was a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I was looking at Boca Tank because I was telling Selena, I'm like, damn, like Boca Tank got so ass on her. Trey and I were talking about I'm you know, my Every time she just walks, she just you can get tell like I'm walking with my hips. Like that's how she she walks with a hip. Would it you if you got a new ass? <laughs> get, like like Jawan said, like Bama nigga said, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Yes, I was skinny in these photos. It's like when I saw Lala in Power. Mm. Like, hold on, let's go back to VH1 real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Run a contrast and comparison over here. Because Lord. The yams are touching the mac and cheese. Oh my Okay, God. yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that's all they can her back. I can't tell. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, okay, so Bobby Double. Well, shout out to the Bobby Double. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's just extra p- armor on the, on the, hip. it's the soup. It's the soup. Okay. It's the fruit. Like the Amazon Magic Pants. <laughs> Katie Stackoff, we are very, you know talking about right for objectifying you. You know. I forgot I was on mute. I do. Yeah, fam. Yeah. Very, very sorry for objecting you as long as we did uh Katie Sackoff and definitely words, right? And we uh <laughs> we definitely do uh like Bo Katan, so yes, Bo Katan is awesome. Well, if that's a white little ass, I'm a fan. Especially mm-hmm. You will Devin, yeah, you would definitely appreciate it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's losing it. What's the um What's uh, Black Widow's sister's name? Oh, oh uh, is it Florence Pugh? Yeah, is she fucking with her? Is what? She fucking with her or not really? In the suit? In the suit? In the yes. Suit. Okay, but not in real life. No. Is she just kidding? Oh, yes. In real life, she's just kidding. Well, yes, my little Florence Pugh on this podcast. Is that everything? Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. That's like everything, everything? Or, I mean, as far as what we're here for. Well, well, I'm here for one last thing. Okay. 
I am here for the last day of the NBA regular season. Time to tune out, Juari. We talk this. Are you talking about yesterday's events? I sure am. Let's start. Let's start with Rudy COVID. I mean Rudy Gobert. This man is a player. This one called a bitch repeatedly by his teammate and then fucked around and got himself suspended. I mean, that's, that's the crazy part. Hey, I'm assuming you've seen this fight. I know you're a fan of fights. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So what the nigga said, why don't you grab a rebound? And what did he say? He said, why don't yeah. you grab, he grab said, stuff? He said, just grab a fucking rebound. Oh, well, you a bitch. Your beardy eyes have to turn around and face LeBron. Bitch. Yes. It's in the I don't know. How to, you know, no, no, the thing is, he's suspended, though. He's dead, yeah, though. Okay. So he's out. The other dude that punched the wall, he broke his hand. He's out. Yep. So it's just Anthony Edwards versus the Lakers, basically. What? Yes. I'm here for it. I want Fun to get into the playoffs. So I'm Fun excited about it. this. I am. Yo, the Lakers got this. a really good chance of winning it all. Really do. On, on the basketball. Like on the basketball point, though, I would say, isn't it sad at what has happened to Kyrie's career since he uh, got mad at them calling LeBron his daddy? No, it's not sad. It is it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And he deserves it because that need is so interesting to every locker room. The world is flat. Except Duke. And what are the odds of that? The world is flat. I believe. Oh, I call him world B flat. That's what I call him. World be flat, and it is it is sad that now that he has ruined not only the Celtics, the Knicks, the Cavs, and the Mavericks. Who knows who he's gonna ruin next season? I know it. I'm on board for it. This is crazy. No, I mean it, it's theater. It's great he's, theater. You know what he but, is? He has To, but actually, what they think of To? He does obliterate teams, like. They they say TL destroys teams. This nigga really does do this. I kind of could roll with that comparison because they both got Hall of Fame potential. I mean, obviously TL is in the Hall of Fame, but like, he, did he did he get in? I don't know if he got in. Yet. Yeah, he got in and, and uh, did he just throw. He did his speech at like oh, okay. I forgot right, like right. some offsite facility. I forgot what it was. Right. Yeah. Right, right. He was like like fuck this whole like tradition. I'm gonna but, do my own. Thing. But all the flat that he got, he never, not, at least you would feel like he didn't blow up the teams. That was just like a media thing. This nigga Kyrie really does this shit. Nah, T.O. did all of that. You, oh, come on. All he did was he called uh, Donald Okay, Kim. could you imagine, did you imagine if there was Twitter in like 2001? I would love it. What would have been? been? Imagine God, Twitter with Jordan was like, come on. Like, come on. Oh, man. my God. Like, think of it's like a betting and fanatics. That's, that's really like the biggest difference between a T.O. and a Kyrie is the fact that we had access to so much more information about this nigga. And he Most had access to us, which is doubly bad. All he did was think about suicide and do push-ups or sit up. Oh, my God. I, uh, at least wait, we had both T.O. Oh, yeah. And, and, and lifted weights in his pool. Right. At least he didn't post anti-Semitic... Uh, Things on his Instagram, death, yeah. and and Jana, I don't get disrespecting the star in the middle of the Cowboys Stadium. Much appreciated, right, Jamal? How are anyway, you so now we're here, actually here for um, wait a minute, we're here for Bel Air. Wait a minute, 
I do want to shout out <laughs> Indiana Fever for selecting a young lady named Aaliyah Boston. It's the number one no blow. What is that? Congratulations. Shout to the W. That's all I got. It's going to be really good this season, too. And the season after that, the season after all right, so what, we don't watch girls basketball unless it's college with that that white girl and that black girl that hate each other or don't hate each other. They don't hate each other because like Caitlin um, Clark, I think Clark. her name, like she like yes. if they ask her, they're like, "No, I'm not upset. What? This is the game." Yeah, uh, she did. The black lady did get some uh, Angel Reese did get some backlash now still, but I feel like people are finally starting to watch for it. For saying that, for being a black woman who's yes. old enough to actually be herself on national television, right? She said she wouldn't go to the White House, and then LSU was like, "Nigga, you do not control things." They're like, <laughs> "You are going. They maybe you're not going, but the team is going." That and then she was like, "Okay, I'll go." Yeah, and so because yeah. the whole Biden thing, but she said she fucked with the Obamas. Well, I mean, yeah, LSU handles the town, like. Uh, like they're not they're not going to snub the White House because Joe Biden did not choose them to be the winner of the tournament. Whoa. That's really what that shit was all about. So yeah, they yeah, like, of course they win. Of course they win. What yeah. were they, they were going to be there in the first place. Even they they were like nobody had us coming here. Right, and then Iowa they did say that they will not go. Good as back or as a Sorry. what is it called? Yeah. Runners up. Yeah, no, but there's a word for that. Participation award. First loser. Kind of like participation, but there's another term for it. Consolation. Con- consolation prize. Yes. Sloppy seconds. That's what I was Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what was it? Yeah. What are we really here for? <laughs> Go ahead, Jamel. Take it off. We're here for Bel Air. Season 2, Episode 7, Under Pressure. Written by Anthony Sparks. Directed by John Scott. Start with your overall thoughts, uh, Light Bright, please. Well, I liked it. I liked it. It was really, really good that we got to see so much of Frederick. I definitely liked that. Um, I am very interested to see what's going to happen with Uncle Phil. And uh, I'm glad he told her the truth. But this will be interesting to see how that goes. Um, I see Will's never seen anybody drug before because he looks so confused. Hmm. Um, Phil? And uh, <laughs> I want to know the name of the restaurant that Hillary went to because that seafood tower looked amazing. Show up on them, Jawad. I really like this episode. It was frustrating, of course, but that's part of the fun. My opinions may have changed about a couple of people as well. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But overall, it was a good episode. No, all right, Trey songs. I mean, uh, Trey Day. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That was an abuser. You're right. You're right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. That is alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sure, sure. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> yes. But either way, don't sue us. That's right. That's right. Either way. I thought the episode was good. Uh, you know, like, like I said last week, I'm big on, you know, Character development, plot progression, all of that happened in this episode. Uh, we we were able to see a lot of characters that we didn't see last week that came back into the fold. Um, 
I think I think it just went in a in a solid direction with pretty much all of the characters. Yeah. And to your point, Joanne, it kind of changed my perspective of a couple of characters, or at least as far as the narratives around mm-hmm. some of those characters. Yeah. So we'll get to I that. honestly don't know what y'all are talking about, so I'm curious. I can't wait. Uh, but let's yeah. get right into it. It's breakfast. Surprise! Surprise! Hope you're hungry for some pancakes. <laughs> you need something. <laughs> What's the occasion? Well, we just thought that we'd do something special that says congratulations. We got two Founders Award nominees in the house. That's a big deal. Yeah, an even bigger deal that you both decided to run. I mean, yeah, you know, this could be a huge thing for me. Scholarships, internships. I mean, becoming a multi-million dollar CEO. Right, <laughs> CEO, slow down. What's funny about that? Oh, nothing. You just finally have ambitions higher than the NBA. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm coming for everything. I'll beat you in the classroom and on the court. I'm pretty sure I have a higher GPA than you. Debatable. Okay, see, that's exactly what I was talking about. She's just worried about the two of you going up against each other. That's a lot of competitive energy under one roof. Don't act like you two don't have history. Look, I understand how, as a mother, it's your job to obsessively worry about everything, but we're fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good, Aunt Viv. Just some healthy competition between cousins. That I'm gonna win. Not quite. And they are giving them a congratulations breakfast for the Founders Award finalists. But I thought it perfectly was a punishment because those pancakes looked awful. They looked so burnt. They did like, look burnt. I'm like, but do you remember? I ate Aunt Viv couldn't cook in the in the real sh- in the original show. Uncle Phil's supposed to be fed. He was the one that did. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Jeez, man. I'm like, who's eating these pancakes? But they ate them. Uh, and they say that this is going to be an healthy competition and that they have nothing to worry about. Uh, I think we can say it in unison, but they all have yeah. something to worry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Uh, we go. <laughs> okay. Hold on. No, I, I was I, leaving I, that in a tube. Leaving that in a tube. Do you want me to read them? Honestly, oh, that wasn't a laugh. That was that strip. It was, but someone came in here. A two strip. A two strip. Someone off camera came in here and distracted me. I'm sorry. Uh, I told him to drink in it. Right. Uh, so we go to the links, and Uncle Phil is offering his expertise to uh, basically just Will and saying how he can help him be a, he's called himself a Toastmaster. I forgot what he said. Wow. Uh, and Carlton is already feeling some type of way. And I'm going to go to you, Juwan. And what would be the proper way to handle this situation as a dad, as someone who is used to being in the corporate eye? You know what I'm saying? The links is like the whatever he said. I don't know. But uh, the coffee. Yeah. How would you, yeah. There you go. How would you handle this situation with these two young men? Well, no, they both want it and can help them. But okay. No, it's a sticky situation. It's actually funny that this happened because my daughter actually has a golf tournament tomorrow. Uh, so we, we tell her that I'll can't, can't hide well about yeah. can hide well. Eight year old. Yes. In a golf tournament. Yes. Live. But um, no, I, I think that Uncle Phil was I wouldn't necessarily say right to 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 take Will up under his wing. But I do understand why he is trying to show off so much attention because as he tells Carlton, Will, he's not from this life. You're going to be fine. We have, uh, for lack of a better term, groomed you 
to be excellent in this way, we all needs a little bit more refri- refining if this if he wants to be serious about going out for this challenge. You already know how to do this. However, comma, Carlton has that crippling anxiety that he deals with. So Uncle Phil kind of has kind of has to walk a fine line with how he is uh, treating both of them. But I do understand that he wants Will to be able to help, at least give Will a better leg up for it. You know, and like give him some, give him some corners, but not necessarily saying like, hey, uh, this is how you're going to meet your cousin. Yeah. Go ahead, no. Just No, it's just equal footing. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Trey, I want to get your opinion too as a father. Like, how is it to to balance one child where they may be stronger in one area? And I know your girls are really young, but how do you balance something that one may shine in while the other one may need a little bit of care and still make sure that other one is still getting the attention that they need? Yeah, it's a, it is a very difficult balance. And I think I'd have to kind of relate it to how my dad operated with myself and my brother. Because we were good at different things. Mm-hmm. So um, even though there were certain things that he wanted us both to participate in, I think he just had to lean on the strengths of each individual child. And instead of forcing them to listen or forcing us to be good at what the other one was good at, just hone your own personal skills and assets. And don't worry about why you're not as good as him. Because he's going to be good at that in his own way. You got to be good at your own thing in your own way. That's how you come to realize your own individuality. And I think that is part of what might be missing from Uncle Phil here. And it's classic Uncle Phil tone deafness in the sense that he wants both of them to be good at all of the same shit. He means well. He He just can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of informs what happens later on. In the uh, episode as well, yeah. Okay, look at uh, look at Trey, um, friend flexing that he had a father in his life. Right, right. Oh my, must be nice. Oh, come on, me, man. Run. <laughs> <laughs> the hell with him? Uh, uh, we go. Gonna we... tell me how to love that kid. Sorry. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to dribble a basketball. I'm going to get myself on fly, honey. <laughs> right. You got pretty good at it, too, Uncle Phil, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That was such a good They were long. He was like acting, but not at the same time. That's what made it so great. He was holly. Was Will, does Will's father, is he in his life? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He, oh, like, well, he kind of his right. friends didn't have fathers oh, in their lives. I read yeah. that he said that you know he like some of his friends didn't have active fathers, and he took from them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to a they get a phone call, and Jeffrey is not playing golf. He's just looking hot as fuck in that three piece suit. I don't know. <laughs> what is Bye, that? right? And uh, it's time for lunch with Frederick, and it is is as awkward as you would think it is. I was pleased to know that you got adopted pretty early out of the care system. Five years old. One of the lucky ones, I guess. 
So what? You're not a big eater. No, I am. Just not today. I'm not usually this quiet either. It's just, um... This whole thing is... just feels... unreal. Yeah. I get it. When I was a kid, I thought maybe I made you up. I used a story I told myself just to get to sleep. It's easy to pretend you never really existed. But clearly you do. Frederick, I know it can't be easy. After all these years, suddenly getting a call and a plane ticket from a complete stranger. Not a complete stranger. I ran into people that claimed they knew you. Lots of stories. Yeah, well, you can't believe everything you hear. And that's why I came. I thought, let me find out for myself. And I'm prepared to tell you everything. Y'all got any thoughts on this awkward lunch? Yeah. Br bruncher? They really yada, yada, yada. Okay, we gonna fly him. We don't know where he is. But we know where he is. Somewhere in London. So he's somewhere in London. Yada, yada, yada. We know exactly where he is. We gonna fly him over. Like Also, they said this nigga looks like Jeffrey, and I don't get that at all. Just because he's No. Yeah. We don't know what his mom looked like. Yeah. We never knew what his mom looked like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we never ever saw her. He looks nothing like Jeffrey. Well, yeah. That I don't think so. I mean, well, it's, like, it's just different know. head shape. And well, like, it's I mean, he's kid that looks like G. Uh, to, be fair, is to be fair, the Bankses don't really look like each other either. That's right. Yeah. Who is Hillary's child in the very first, the first show? Hillary's <laughs> child. I mean, who is Hillary's parents? I'm Viv number two. Oh, yeah, actually. You're right. You're right, yes. Devin. Uh, there you go. More on her later. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, Will plays Dr. Love, and he gets, he gives the, I don't, I wanted to know, I wondered who he was talking to first, because they kind of, like, played the scene, like, together of them talking to both of them, giving them advice and basically telling them what they need to hear so they can talk. And we talked about this lad that he should definitely tell Jazz. He did not about this, but he kind of alluded to he need to get in the game. Right. Uh, but I'll go to you, Jamel. Did you think that Will overstepped his lane by initiating this and getting them to talk? Uh, well, no, no, not really. What? Well, by not overstepping, do you think he said too much? And like you know how like when he didn't lie, he didn't. But it's like when people two people are arguing, and you know one person won't say it, but you'll say it. Yeah, they didn't say it. You'll say it. they yeah. told me this. Like that's kind of what he was thing, like. They told me this. Like oh yeah, well I heard you did, and and like honestly, if they were to be like oh well yeah, well I heard that you wanted me to do such and such. Yes, like he didn't say anything that wasn't true, and with I guess. Your your best friend is dating your cousin. It's gonna be a little bit awkward not to be a middleman, I guess. Right. 
like especially when they're arguing i do well i mean he kind of like put himself in the middle well not he didn't put himself but like he um allowed himself to be in the middle of it but uh when two people are like that generally like you want to stay out of it but we also have to remember he's what 16 17 so he's gonna want to try and like patch things together so i feel like yeah hell i'm 36 and i do that to this day yeah uh yeah, I don't necessarily think he overstepped, but like Jamil said, like he's Jazz is dating his cousin. Uh, obviously, he wants this relationship to work out because you know he loves his cousin, he loves his friend. He doesn't want to see them have any strife or anything, especially with Trevor Lamarcus coming back in the picture, telling him like, "Hey, I'm going for Hillary." <laughs> And he sees Hillary pining after Jazz to the point where she was going to leave the family to go see him. Obviously, he softly, gently told, had to go to Jazz, in my opinion, to tell him, like, hey, man, I understand you may have felt some kind of way for a couple of days. But, but it was a family reunion, bro. Yeah, but you have to, um, you have to suck that up. And talk to your lady, take her out, sure that she's special. Uh, so you know that y'all don't have any more strife. You know, it's time to kind of like get back in there. So I like the, but I do, while I can see your point, Devin, that maybe he should have stayed out of it. But you know, I do, from Will's perspective, I see how he wanted to kind of like bring these two back together, play uh, peacemaker. I don't my my thing was I don't think he should have stayed out of it because like I said I do it I think his suggestion of going I think he gave too much advice whereas he should have just got him talking and then let them work it out I feel like he almost by suggesting that he need to do this big big thing for Hillary it set them up on a uh a, tr uh, a road that they weren't ready to travel down yet. That is true. And I'll get into it a little bit more later. Which well, he, he couldn't know that because he's not in the relationship, but right. Well, that's another case of like Uncle Phil. Like he means well, but you right. know, sometimes he's just like a little, maybe it's a family thing. I don't know. But I, yeah, I'm not mad at him for like talking to both of them. Like I'm not Best mad. you got anything to add? Well, I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't think he overstepped so much as he overplayed his hand yeah i think he had the right idea but the wrong execution where he kind of uh got ahead of himself and started just kind of like blanding at the mouth almost just having words i mean just saying too much doing too much in the moment but not said not doing too much in concept then he's about to pay you the big books <laughs> I, they need to be big. Right, right on. They can always be bigger. And that's why you're with Jamel. That's her That's her saying. Oh, my God. They need to be bigger? Damn. No, always, they, they can always be bigger. Well, please, I never said that. Yeah. They always call me a size queen. <laughs> I mean, shut up, sir. I don't even understand, no. <laughs> right. I don't even know none of that. Right. Let's go to uh, Viv and her art. And she tells Hillary, surprise, that was me. And she's like, really, mom? That's crazy. 
And then that's all I got from that I blacked out. Okay, pause. Banks show offers tasty morsels of fascinating new art, but never enough of a full entree. What is going on? Is Janice dragging you again? This woman has way too much free time. She keeps emailing me negative reviews of my art show, and you know she condemned the anonymous piece as being way too provocative. Okay, this woman is way off base. That piece was the highlight of the night. I mean, look. It's my most popular post. 746,365 likes? My piece is getting this much attention? Hold up, hold up. You're the artist behind Living in Silence? Why didn't you say anything? People are obsessed. I'm obsessed. Everyone's trying to figure out who the artist is. What? I mean, I guess I'm just trying to be respectful of my role in the fellowship. Uh-uh, Mom. You need to ignore the noise and tap into this new audience. Look, don't worry. I'll teach you everything. Okay. Okay. I'm not really one who likes to put myself out there. I prefer to let my art speak for me. I mean, it's why I became an artist in the first place. But lately, I've been feeling like I'm suffocating in silence, which is what led me to create this. I stepped out of my comfort zone, but I was afraid to claim it as my own, which ironically is what it represents. Being afraid, unheard, silenced. Why is it a battle to allow my voice to break through the way I need it to? When is it my time to feel valued and wanted? Um, well, we have to, George. <laughs> After we are contractually obligated to talk about the R. So, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, this just more shows that, um, that Vivian is trying to, of course, break out of her comfort zone and trying to break against the norms of what she feels she's supposed to do for this fellowship because as we learned the other uh og and viv is sending her all these negative reviews and of of the art show and also i don't know for what reason why she'd be sending her just some negative reviews for it i was just she has some type of criticism about what she's she likes skin but um yeah but this just goes to show how much um Vivian is more so trying to come into her own and um it, it into her art and herself but one thing that she was saying did kind of strike me um she was talking about something how she did not feel was it something she was saying like how she did not feel loved or didn't feel appreciated or something Make, did you hear i say i blacked out you lucky i got a note on well jamel i'm true i'm assuming jamel yeah, and trace for the pinch. yeah but like she was just it was just more so about the fellowship Okay, so you attributed to that because I was attributing it to what she said to feel later on about him being excited. Well, I was, yeah, I knew where you're going. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, oh, wait, wait, say that again. I was attributing it to what she said later on when when Phil comes in and is so excited about the offer from Erica, and she says, "Well, I'm surprised." I'm, don't like that another woman got you this excited also to the point where and i'm attributing that to how she was talking about her artist and how she doesn't like being silenced and she wants to be more bold because you know she feel kind of treats her as a pushover sometimes you know a soft pushover it kind of silences her in the relationship so maybe it's a correlation 
is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So I think I, I can see a solid Venn diagram where you got those two separate circumstances that we're well, talking you put it about. Like that, yeah. Yeah. When you, when, when you talk about her talking about her art expo and the, the fellowship and all of that, and then you talk about her personal feelings about Phil reconnecting with this ex or whoever she is and, and then getting a new job out of it, all of that other shit. In the middle, there are, I think, some shared themes and concepts that you can you can draw out of that. So where her speech was kind of touching on both of those different um, concepts and those different aspects. I don't think that she was directly or deliberately talking about uh, yeah. um, Uncle Phil, but it was convenient, I think, that that those two things, if you were to kind of merge them in some sense, that she could be talking about. Right, maybe it's a subconscious thing when she's speaking yeah. these things out loud. She's subconsciously putting them together in her head in terms yeah. of where she, how she feels her place in a relationship with Phil and it's the probably, things he got going. On. It's probably like everything. Wait, she, probably say that with Phil, with her art, with other stuff, just in general. You could probably yeah. just make a whole general statement that that'll probably kind of fit what she's thinking. Right, and Devin, this way too. Much. And Devin, this is why the. Uh huh. It's so important. Yeah, I got it. And and that was the one of the uh, characters whose perspective kind of changed for me. Was that okay. like it? It brought a bit more, um, like forward initiative to her character. Even though we knew that she was like that strong, domineering, dope ass woman that we knew Dark Skin Advent to be. Uh-huh. Um. I think that there was some stagnation that happened over the course of this whole That's getting my shit together with the art and all of that, that made the whole concept of the art become a turnoff. Mm-hmm. But I think that that it brought back the fact that she's got skills, mm-hmm. she's talented, and her shit's really popular, even if people don't know that it's her shit. Right. Which is which I think that that brings a new dynamic to and the going on social and saying, this is me, I did this. Now y'all put me, like, be on notice that I'm that motherfucker that could do this shit. Like, it, I think it, it opened up doors to what we can see in Viv's character truly become, which is kind of the cliffhanger that changing her from dark skin to hand Viv to light skin to Viv really left for us. Mm. They didn't really have a chance to flesh out that whole potential for her because they made her a totally different character. Why? So this is dope. I like what it are. Look at y'all caring about this bullshit. Fuck you, Devin. I mean, honestly, like, no, Devin, yes. Right. I was pulling what I said out of my ass. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm lucky I got how many words did I get? I fucks it in. Eight words. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the ambitive campaign manager for this shit. I'm finally, finally. Well, her man. It's about to get uh, a big offer, so he's he, he has to sit down with the other firm, and they offer all them perks. One of the perks being the p word of his ex. Uh, so it is. Oh, nigga, you might as well say it. Might now. as well like, s- open that box. She says, "I really you can't put the toothpaste back in." Dang. She said, "I really want you here, and I really want your dick here." So Ooh, what's here? Wait, wait, wait. What's here? In my vagina. Nah, bro. Tomato, 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 tomato. Say it, Come on. Bless it. There you go. <laughs> so my question to you guys, he uh, thinks that there's a catch, and they say, nigga, no. We just want to be part. We want to be in the field business. 
So should Philip join this new firm and forget what he built from ground up um, and be with his uh, ex? Go ahead, Juwan. I'm sorry, Glass. We know you're going to save all the money. Go ahead. Well, you know that's what it's going for. I love actually, well, I'm actually up to my ass on this. Uh, oh, the this is where I changed my opinion a little bit because, okay, I understand Philip's perspective because he is looking at this as a business opportunity for him. However, I agree with you now, Devin. This woman has a ulterior motive. She is, she is throwing out the that professional oh, flirtation where been doing it. I, I will it will shit up. It was mild time. Never ever. Never ever 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 ever. But she's never listening. This whole thing about like I always get what I want. And like when she was and he's talking about how she's blowing up his phone, Vivian really appreciated it by the way you blow a phone. You know how you get somebody to stop blowing up the phone? She said that though. And she said, I don't give a blind house. <laughs> right. That's exactly what she said. Like and you could have easily enjoyed that feel. You know, either answering the phone the first time, calling back and say, I'm still thinking about it. Um <laughs> so Yeah, you know, did you notice shit that he stops and he notices that yeah, she really throwing me this ass right now. Did y'all notice that? I did. I did notice that because I'm good. So I don't. I'm like, nigga, it took you so long, right? I don't think Phil it will go there, but I do think if this is if Phil makes this decision as self-serving to Phil, uh, then I would say, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. But the other side of me is saying, because like also we has this meeting with James talking about yep. like get like what are we gonna do with the firm with our firm? This are you trying to stop the acquisition or something? I'm wondering what is what's not clear to me is is this firm going to absorb absorb wheels? I mean, um, fuels firm and. They get their that class back. I see. That piece way too mad. I hope. No, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I was sure that it don't like I, it. I was trying to figure out what the actual deal is. Like, that would be messy. If it's well, honestly, I would say if it's that particular situation that they, if the whole deal is for uh, Phil and his firm, I will say take it. But if it was for Phil by himself, don't take it. Because I see what yeah. I, I, I think. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, yeah, yeah like, he has to have something in the contract money. about his firm, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he did promise that, um, that turtle looking nigga that he would always look out for for the firm, right? So, yeah, yeah. he was like, the charity starts at home, Jamel. Everything, yeah, and nigga looked like a book of bulldog, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't again, and I we'll get in a little bit more later with what Vivian is doing, but still, this is a bad. I, either option would be a bad idea, personally for Philip because of whatever this relationship that they had in the past. Obviously, it's gonna cause some type of um, some type of stress or strife that's unnecessary, which. Mm -hmm. Kind of like why the fuck are you being so mad, Vivian, when he was doing the same shit in season one? But okay, oh, <laughs> she was stuck about it. 
And I was thinking about that actually when y'all were talking because um, when y'all were talking about if he takes it and like, you know, how how she's ha- she has designs, obviously. Um, this is a show based off a sitcom. He mm. is probably going to be put in a situation where he does not need to be in. Mm. And he's not going to see it coming. Like, oh, oh, wait, what happened? Like, because, you know, they did that all the time in the... Right. In the original show, so they're probably going to do something where she's going to be like, "Oh yeah, come over to my house and we can talk about such a thing." Yeah, we're talking about the because now even he has seen it though. At this has- point, that's why I pointed pointed out him stopping and taking in what she said. It wasn't just what she was talking about on the surface. It was the penis that she was also begging for. She said, so, uh, "We'll go to the meet the nominees." That's cool. And Carlton is shining. He's got a fake Obama pick or a real Obama pick. The way Lisa side I did, I don't know. But uh, he says he's my friendly Obamas. And when right, was- my friend Obama. You know, call him Barack. What <laughs> <laughs> name basis are y'all on? My good friend Obama. Right. right. And uh, Will is late <laughs> and underprepared because he had uh, to blow it off. He blew off Uncle Phil for basketball practice. And we get to. Carlton shining. Uh, they're asking Will all these questions. He comes now. Will is charismatic, so that's always going to shine through. And he comes, he pulls the answer out of his ass like he was Jamel. Will, what are your thoughts on the history of the Founders Award? Yeah, what are your thoughts, Will? Right, history of the Founders Award. Well, there's a lot of history. Uh, I do have notes. I'm just trying to find them. Okay, fuck the talking points. I don't have an agenda, obviously. But this is me, the real me. And my mom, Viola Smith, she always raised me to speak from the heart. You know, it's about who you are and what you believe in. You know, what you'll stand for and what you won't fall for. You know, it's not about how good you look in a suit or on paper, you know? Because once all that shit is stripped away, what do you have left? I don't know. I think, I think that'll show you what a true leader looks like. But can you contextualize that within the five principles of the Founders Award? Uh, the five principles? Yes. Let me figure that out for you. <laughs> when, they, when they ask him something more deep, He's like, uh, talking points, right? You want to know about the five principles of the Founder Awards? I mean, she was like, she really cares about that. She was like, man, okay, well, like, okay, all that, that, all that's cute, yeah, but, but right, talking points, sleep rose, salty. They didn't get nominated, right? And that, was, that was that was, and I noticed like it was a homely dudes that got nominated. Mm, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And you only saw you only saw girls asking questions. That's right. Yeah. Well, Carlton did shine. One of his darkest moments comes to light while letting them white people say nigga. And it wasn't in the bedrooms, so it was not okay. Oh my God. So let's get everybody's thoughts on when y'all heard this and and what did y'all think of this entire scene? I'll start with Trey first. Um Did you automatically think it was Carlton or I mean Will? Did I automatically think that it was Will? They released the video. No. 
No, okay. absolutely. I never for one second thought that it was Will. Okay. That we're all there. One, the timing of it all just didn't add up. Like, the man wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Two, like, why would he self-sabotage like that if he was serious about taking the advice of Doc who told him to, you know, just go through with the whole thing, use the, the scholarly academic points to beef up your resume, all of that. Like, the whole reason that he's going into this potential feud with his cousin is because he wants to take this seriously, why would he release that video? That don't make no sense. Um, I didn't think about they draped that it couldn't be there. I did not see that coming. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was a solid twist. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have uh, any thoughts on Will not being able to balance both of these where Uncle Phil is trying to reach out and help him out, he blows him off the, for practice, which he did have commitment but it's showing that he's not all in to either one and if you can't commit to it why be in it it's classic uncle phil mismanagement not reading the room socially uh seeing that your son is the one who is really calling out for help that's a a recurring theme in the relationship between carlton and uncle phil i'm gonna go well on this one though at least at least for the part of him not being prepared because you, if you know oh, you're going to admit to these things, I'm going to have to balance the thought. Absolutely. And you're going to have to find a way. You can't completely blow one off. Like, you should at least be studying on your way to practice or something like that. What? Word up. I mean, you got to... Like, if like you're going to balance, you got to balance. Whenever you're on the bench, you need to be studying. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Got to think. <laughs> oh, Juan, would you like to add anything to this whole scene? Yeah. Um, no. I echo Trey's thoughts, and of course, I also did not think it was um, Will at all, because that pres- that was presumed a lot about Will. Um, I actually thought it was the girl, Jasmine or Yasmin or whatever her name is. I thought it was her. Oh, oh, boom! I thought that I definitely did think that, but yeah, we didn't see her. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't see her. That would have made her made it for a really good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, but but yeah, um, I do like how Lisa, when she first saw the video, she was looking like, what the fuck? And then look at like, Carlton? Like, she didn't even know this nigga was so cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, she used But yeah, it was, it was uh, wow. And it was like, I was honestly shocked that that video, then it did, not that the video, but that it, came up again and i thought i like that though i really yeah, didn't like i that. was shocked that it came up again honestly and it was kind of brilliant the way that they actually that they actually did that to uh get carter and inevitably carlson out the paint maybe not but at least to give carter uh yeah and he's like i got connor's that. done he's like i got my privilege yeah i can my- yeah uh- um, my mom owns Yayo. What the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't really need this. I'll be fine. Man, what a great thing to be white, man. Can well, you imagine? I'd be a terrible would, person. I would be horrid. If I was white, I would be an awful human being. <laughs> I really would. You would be um, really racist. I'd be like, niggers don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Devin, Devin would basically just go to Alabama and torment you. Right, right. 
Like, damn, you must be rich, but you're still not white. That's what I did is just drive off. All the James, take me home. Right. Uh, so we go to Carlton confronting Will. Like, he's like, like, see, how could you even say that about me? You know, I wouldn't do no fuck shit like that. And Carlton's like, you can, you're gonna, you're better at me than everything. Why do you have to be better at me than this? And they're arguing, and then Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv are like, "What is going on?" And and it so was, like, was just like, "I told you, niggas." Right, I told you. And another instance of Phil silencing Viv. He did. He's like, "Shut up!" And then this nigga <laughs> pretends to per- proceeds to tell Will, "Look, I brought your broke ass out here." <laughs> I got you out of jail and now you talking back to me I will break you West Philly see I told you all this competition was going to lead to a problem yes it is a problem because I actually care about this and we'll shut up late and unprepared because I had practice unlike you I'm juggling in real life it's disrespectful to everyone that actually cares about this and takes it seriously Will you have a problem focusing That you said it yourself that's why you're helping him so much what? So that's, that's what you think? Hold up, that is not what I said. I was talking more about your lack of commitment and preparation. Okay, so because I don't do things like you and Carlton, it's a problem. No, but I do think that you could be more disciplined when it comes to your future. You would say that. He didn't even want me to keep my name in the running. No, it's not true. Yes, yes, it's true. You said it was more Carlton's thing, but Doc told me not to count myself out. Doc? Yeah, Doc. At least he believes in me. After everything we've done to support you, you can form your mouth to even say those words? Hey, no, no, Viv. Yeah. We'll see how much Doc still believes in you when I stop putting money in his bank account every month. You know what? It's cool. I just take care of myself. I always have. Got practice. And Will said, you can't break a real man, babe. <laughs> and he gets out of here. So, uh... Who do y'all think is wrong on this? And there is only one right answer. I think both. Why is Will wrong? Will, because Will, as you alluded to, is is being ungrateful. He is not recognizing the opportunities that he is that he is given. Um, in order, he's not seeing how these people want him to succeed. He's very myopic in his thinking, but of course, that goes like mentioning it. With Jamil's, I was been saying he's 17 years old. He's 16 he years old. He's young. He doesn't understand. But um, I also feel, of course, then a lot. I'm getting off track here, but I also feel never really cared for Doc, but he cared enough that Will cared. But uh, I just think that uh, that um, Will, even though he's 16, 17 years old, maybe. He needs to be a little bit more thoughtful in his approach and understand what people. Okay, are I will give you that. I will give you that. I just thought, as a parent, you are in a position of power. He know you know that. So to throw that in this kid's face when you know he can't do anything, I feel like that's beneath Uncle Phil to do something like that. Even though he has the right to not pay for his his uh basketball. But I felt like that was unnecessarily low to me. I do think it was low. I agree with you. That was low. But you need to learn. You don't learn a lesson. You need to learn a lesson. Like, you begged me to let you do this. You begged me to pay for it. So, hey, if you big and bad, 
you can and you think you can do it all do this shit by yourself if a little nigga comes off planet earth sometimes they need to be brought back down and it takes some low shit to do that mm-hmm. okay and it's so interesting because right after he had that conversation with uncle phil where did he go to practice that uncle phil paid for in, in a new, in a new, his, I gotta go to in a new car with the Lexus ad right in the middle of the right. show. I know, like, what is that? Chris sponsor Chris us, right? <laughs> they sponsor us. Why can you Lexus? Hey, Lexus, I, I have a Lexus. Lexus, we have a Lexus. Okay, sponsor us. I, I want one of those though. Right, that's I want that. Hey, I want no, that Lexus. electric ball. Right Lexus. there, that one. Hey, Lexus, yeah. we'll yeah. make your ad tight. Right. Now, try to get on that, please. I'll do that. I will try. They can have so tell them, tell them, seriously, tell them we got a, we have a Lexus. Tell them. Right. Tell them that we like Obama. <laughs> That's my, my good friend Obama. My friend Obama. Right. My friend Obama. I got a picture Right. So with Obama, too. Right. I can make more. Photoshop's amazing. I'm calling it up. Right. All that. It's not a sure. It's not. We, we go to Frederick, and he's like, yeah, this mansion is nice. Uh, he meets... I, I want to ask you one quick question. I didn't write it in my notes, but when he's introduced to the family, did y'all know how he uh, looked up and down in Hillary? Absolutely. Okay. Crocker, you not, man. Well, I, I mean, I know... Exceptionally lovely this episode. Mm-hmm. This episode? Last episode? Well, I mean, the episode before that? Yes, no, every right. episode before that. You're absolutely uh, every single no, one. Did, she looked like no, she really was lovely. Love this episode. Mm-hmm. I love her. Right, I go. But, uh, Frederick's like, I want to leave early. I don't hate you, but let's just call it like good, and we can just move on without each other in our lives. Something wrong? I mean, you just got here. This is weird to me. You're very important to a lot of people, to these people, all the stories and the history. It's like they can't seem to get on without you. But I did. For years. I told you my reasons. That doesn't make it hurt any less. Frederick, please. Come on, man. We've waited too many years for this to end in a bad memory. Well, then let's go out on a high note, yeah? I'm doing fine and you're doing fine, right? Look, I don't hate you. I don't. I just don't know you. Maybe we leave it at that. And how do you feel, uh, Jamel, about Frederick, how Frederick feels about Jeep? Like not being, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Just not being there, and so I don't really need you. I'm glad um, you were here, but I don't need you any further. You know, uh, it's 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 interesting because when they first started, when they first met, you know, it it didn't go the typical. Why were you never there for me? And why did you do so? You know, he wasn't mad. He was just like, I guess you had your reasons. This is just real, real weird, and I'm trying to process it. And that was completely fair. So, and it's also notice, fair if he doesn't want a relationship moving forward. That's all. Right, it is fair. 
that's also fair like and you could tell that jeffrey was just and jeffrey kind of said that to him like listen whatever you want to do i understand but i would love to have a relationship now the whole it seemed like i don't know who probably ever feel told everybody big up jeffrey make sure everybody knows to big up jeffrey say how he's the most the, the greatest guy ever and the, when they were doing that they were just kind of like, oh we would be nowhere without jeffrey like uh hillary was, I was like oh i ran away three times and um you know he brought me back and all of this and like frederick is just like okay so he is everything to everybody else but he couldn't be there for me obviously more on that later but i understand i understand where you 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 weren't you gave your son up for adoption you and the whoever the mother was um and then you had a whole life where you're a father figure to like four or five kids that's an interesting point you made i didn't think about that so do you uh believe uh that they were told or do you just feel like that's their genuine feelings about jeffrey because when that nigga left for two weeks these niggas no both i absolutely think no they it was probably just like listen like make sure you tell him about the time he did this make sure you tell him about the time you know like that like almost i don't know if it's necessarily true but it seemed like it would probably be like an episode of like a sitcom but um yeah no i just feel like somebody and which i'm probably uncle phil was just like you know make sure you, you tell huh on deal maybe so i don't know but like you know they were probably thinking they were doing like a great thing like letting him know what a great guy his dad is but inadvertently when you look at it in frank from franklin's point of view wow he is an amazing guy to all these people well, you, go, me up. you guys like to add anything to that yeah oh, that was um, cool. but go ahead yeah um i y'all understand what jamel said um I do think from what we did see as far as Frederick's reaction to seeing how well that he was treated by and treated the, this particular family, especially seeing that picture with him, uh, with uh, Jeffrey and uh, Carlson. I think that was the one from the family reunion, the most recent picture. I think if it was a situation where either um, where either uh, Villa or Uncle Phil told Jer told um the family to play up how nice of a guy or how much needed Jeffrey is was kind of counterproductive to um to uh to Frederick wanting to stick around and get to get to know him because I can see how Frederick is coming could be coming from his perspective of well if you had this capacity to be a good role model, a good father figure to these kids. How come you could not just quit this gang life or move us somewhere else and learn? Exactly my point, my yeah, exact point. And be this good father, a good role model to me. Why did you have, you had to come all the way to America to be a good role model, a good father to these rich kids? Oh. Uh, which I'm glad that Uncle Phil did what he did later in terms of how he was telling him how, uh, nigga, I paid your bills, uh, mm -hmm. via Jeffries, but, um, or vice versa, actually. But, um, but yeah, it was, I just, 
that whole thing was very, very weird. And I could see how Fresh Frederick would be uncomfortable with being there. I am so glad, though, um, that they did not do what they did in the sitcom to where Trey was uh, uh, QB. Oh, the scammer? Guy, making him an actual scammer. Yeah, I'm glad. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Amen. Yeah, I was really hoping that, that, that it wasn't going to be like some sort of like like big old ploy. And I hope, you know, obviously he might be around in the next episode. So I hope they don't do that too. Right. I'm about to say they still have a chance. Also, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Is this is um cyborg from Titans? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. watch Titans, but somebody um in the group pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. But I, I yeah, I I got that that tidbit awesome. Okay. Because I was like, I only found that out today. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know like Wade Fisher. Uh, we go to Will, and he is picked to drive by the players to the hangout afterwards. In his Lexus truck, and he's like, "Okay, where will you get the full ass Lexus commercial?" Right, <laughs> like all the, uh, all the oh yeah, oh see, we get ready to go to a party. You want to go? Yes. Okay, great. You're driving. Right. First, you're not all, gonna show all this shit out to us, and then be like, "No, okay, oh yeah, you can ride with us." No, bitch, you're driving. Right. You know how much gas is in LA? This is free. First of all, you broke ass niggas ain't getting to my shit. Damn. Well. They, he wanted to be part of you do a teammate. No. Uh, yeah, he was a teammate. No, y'all was too and y'all ain't never been nowhere. Y'all ain't never had shit. Y'all ain't gonna get to my shit. Fuck me up. Or he told him like, what to do. I would think it's a setup, honestly. But that's just me. Honestly, Trey and I thought the same thing when we first watched the episode. But the only reason why. Uh, we kind of backtracked this because Lexus did a whole ass commercial and they weren't going to have like, because we thought they were going to maybe like take his car or something like that. But Lexus had that whole ass commercial. They weren't going to uh, show that it, it didn't have any safety features. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only reason I thought it was all cool. Well, we get to the, the party spot and they're eating or whatever. Jackie shows up hammer drunk. And she wants Will to fuck. And Will is like, I just met you. I at least take me out to dinner first. <laughs> and I'm like, what is wrong with this nigga? Yeah, he didn't real I, it seemed like it took him a while to realize that she was actually drunk. No, I think they got it right away. Yeah, it's eats them pretty quick. He just never I feel like he, he didn't expect to see her in that condition. And she's like, You don't know me. I do this. He's like, It's a weak light, ma'am. I have school. <laughs> And she's like, well, I don't. Uh, well, they continue partying. Part- partying. Well, yeah, she also uh, does this little thing because he doesn't want to. She said, I'm you trying to blow me off or something. You bail there. And so he's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And they continue party. And then he, she runs into a hood rat. And Will's nigga says to start. He's like, oh, let me get rid of this shit. <laughs> and he's like, all his homeboys like, well, excuse you. Make sure you take her home because we don't want any parts of this. And by the way, she lives with Doc. <laughs> like, fuck. So <laughs> he looked like, oh no. And that was that would have been an episode of uh. Bum, bum, bum. Now I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> I might be a piece of shit, 
But if I would have known this, I'm probably calling her an uber black and not taking my black ass over there. You can't. Because you're going to have even more questions from Dylan. They know it. Why? Because you don't know what that uber black is. That all the shit we hear about Uber and shit? Uh uh. I don't want the smoke. What about her? You're going to get a whole lot more than smoke. You are not going to let a girl. Nah. Oh yeah, she a might drunk get she might, girl. She might get trafficked. Nah. You're right. Nah, no that you make you see her home. Damn, please. I would have called her friends, even if it's the Trump support. Uh, oh, hey, even still, even still, calling her friends would be even better. Yeah, we find yeah. too. But yeah, I'm like, not taking, I'm not taking her home. Let me put it that way. I mean, yeah, that's fine to... if you don't want to take her home. But if she and if she has friends, she didn't get drunk with me. Ugh. I ain't gonna leave her there. But yeah, I'm gonna find her other way home. That's my. I like. So I, 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 I get y'all. Because that is, it is. You might not want to leave her alone. But uh, also, I don't want to leave her alone. This he did also because um, Doc comes out after he puts that 26 year old child to bed. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, we got, oh. we got, we got to go to Hillary and Jazz. Right? that out. Okay, <laughs> right. Oh. So, so we go to Hillary and Jazz. They're at this. A uh, seafood tower restaurant is like one of those restaurants that cracks the seafood for you. The mad expensive joints, Juwan, you know what I'm talking about. I actually do. Of course you do. I mean, do. I mean, these niggas live in Maryland, so I assume they do. Yes, of course we do. The, ch- the joke when hit the same. Way. It's not even really that expensive out here. Right. It is, so, but it is. I mean, like for she, that type of place with a tower, but like when you have like France. Oh shut up! <laughs> 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 that is hilarious. Oh, oh my god! She's like, I don't know what bills, but other bills. What my anyway? Right. <laughs> I I love the lobster today. Two of them. Oh, you know what? I'll pay for it. All right. Please. I love that. I dumped that life. She's like, I did that once. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> I overspoke. It's eighty or yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh man, man, anyway. God, these started. Right, I'm here. Man. They're having a wonderful this time. This is the last time Trey's gonna be on this podcast, listeners. You say that every week. Get out of here. You don't even. All right, we we love you now. You heard microphone like partner. <laughs> was that around the horn? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to look at how the viewership has gone up. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. Call me Logan. Call me Logan. Why are you there? Yeah, I do have to. No, I got to look at it. Oh, God. Call me uh, Logan. Don't tell him. <laughs> tell me. The waiter saw us in the um, Your Your broke ass card is being the card. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And this is not a restaurant that you're used to. So, homeboy, if you would like to leave and wash some dishes, that's cool. <laughs> Hillary's like, no, I got it. He's like, hold on now. I checked my account before I, I put the out. money in it at this morning, first of all. But did you know that you had a like, automatic call? I knew that was going to come up. Yeah, you got to say that. <laughs> if you got to say that, then your ass is yelling in there. Move the money. You I had to get away. Yeah, then you probably were at an automatic bill that came out later that day. Apple Music here. Apple Music is like ghost. 
that is out of nowhere. His Spotify right. charged him like later. I don't know. Well, you know, he looked up this restaurant and saw, okay, this is going to be round about for two people. Like, modestly, it's probably going to be like $300. So he yep. probably put $305. On the, on, <laughs> on that prepaid credit that's, card. That's that's an outrage. He put that on the record card. card. That's a fair one. He put he put three hundred and five dollars on that record card. We taking it out, but for God, we taking it out. But oh man, gratuities included. They all man subscription hit right. And right, because you know his first idea was Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What's up? I need right. that. And like, I'm already we'll, paying you know, Well, we'll look at him like, nigga, Netflix and chill, please. That's my cousin, nigga. Have you met Hillary? Right. But see, uh, let's let's rewrite this real quick, cause this, cause first of all, Jack, we'll get into a little bit deeper. But he could have played that shit out so smooth. He could have been like, oh really? Decline. That's strange. Um, let me check something real quick. Can I? Let me go ahead and get up and check some real quick. Let me try it. Let's try this. And when it went with her. Right. Yeah. I'm about to say, you should be able to check. And mm-hmm. either check on his phone, either check on his phone and say, oh, it's all good. Or just say, oh, let me see my car real quick. And then like, okay, let's take, well, here, let's me and you Blow on spec. it. Yeah. Weapon on your pants. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. I just I think if I was on it, he spazzed out way too much. He got well. He, he got loud. There was just and so which many. Which is why Hillary did what she did. Better ways that he could have managed that whole situation, and he let his embarrassment get the better of him, and it turned into some alpha male bullshit that like it could have been avoided. I'm all about letting a woman do the be the woman, and all that, but. Even if you didn't, have, if you did have the money, which I assume he, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna play him and say he did, but just let him finish it because that woman was clearly thinking you're broke. She's projecting. Look, nigger, I know you can't. <laughs> <a bit. laughs> <laughs> she ain't playing no game. So handle it out. You you already want you on the date with her, so you know the vagina is gonna dry up when she hands that card out. But <laughs> you have the trauma to to rejuvenate it. Once you get out there and say, baby, let me cash app you because you know that nigga don't have Venmo or any type of uh, banking services. And I got <laughs> you, boo. And you could have just did that. Easy. And then, like, let it go. Easy. Hey, uh, keep it moving. Yeah. He destroyed the whole evening and his relationship based on being just a brat about Yo, the whole shit. He could have. Honestly, I had a feeling like Devin was going to be on jazz's side but the one thing that made me pause was the fact that she said you know what i i got it i'm like right. nigga let her <laughs> let her that is an instant boner for like 90 percent of those we gotta be you like no i don't like this i don't like this. i did but what you told me about even that waitress was playing him though she was playing that nigga you don't even right. lie nigga lie oh man you know what happened Bank of America went down. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can't let There's so many different ways he could have played that shit, but he decided to get all up in his feelings. Oh, you know what? Oh, shit. I had to pay my mortgage today. Ooh, whatever. Whatever it was, it could have been, it could all be so simple. Right. 
Uh, we go it's to Leno dropping off. Alchemist drops off uh, drunk ass uh, Jackie <laughs> to uh, Doc's house. He's like, wait for me, Playboy. And it felt like Will was out there like an hour. Mad long. It did. Yeah. Uh, I like, been... all you got to do is put it in the bed. Yeah, I, right. I would have left too, but they wanted another Lexus commercial. Right. He was just sitting right there all shiny and shit, right? Under oh, Lexus. I want one, Lexus. Please, my orange. Lexus. Work on this. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. we already have a Lexus, but if you want to give us a fresh one, we'll, we'll take, take We'll take Lexi. Okay. We'll take it. That's the plural. That's it. The plural. Right. 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 With the plural of fungus. Okay. With thank the you. There you, go. there you go. I'll take some Lexi. I promise you can. I, I'll show you the, v, the, 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 the VIN number. Don't, don't do that. They can find you. No, nigga, I'm not right. No, I'm not, I'm not on the fucking podcast. Hey, guys, zip numbers A, B, C, one, two, three. I do have a question for this. So they bond, and Will basically says that he would be dead or arrested. It was for Uncle Phil, and Doc's antenna immediately start tingling. She's asleep. I appreciate you looking out. Yeah, of course. Yo, Jackie's strong, man, but she got her demons too, you know? Yeah, I ain't never seen that side of her. My little sister had her when she was in high school. Pretty much raised Jackie myself. Trying to make sure she doesn't have to pay for her mom's mistakes. Wait. It's pretty dope that you stepped up like that. We family. It's what we do. <laughs> you know, I would be in a cell or in a casket if it wasn't for my uncle. <sighs> Just wish he would stop trying to control my shit. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, man. He's from a whole different world than what we used to. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So he got you out of some kind of trouble back in Philly? Yo, it's cool if you don't want to talk about it. No. It's cool. I trust you. I got you. What happened? That's my question. What did Will tell him? Because they cut away. So what? Do, I'll go with you, uh, Light Bright. What do you think? Uh, what? Told him. Told her. Whatever he told him, it was too much. Yes, because honestly, and like he was kind of doing that with his teammates, but not like so much because like they were talking to him like, well, nigga, aren't you from Bel Air? Like, yes, but that's my aunt and uncle's house. Like, I am from West Philly, you know? Like, he made sure. And that's when they were like, oh, okay. But as far as them, like, it was so obvious that he was fishing. It was so obvious that he was fishing. And like, I don't know, the way that he played it, the way that Jabari Banks played it, it was like it he almost caught it, but then he was just like, nah, he wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is he fishing? But I don't think he'd actually like um like use this against us or anything like that. So yeah, I'll tell you. That's why he was like, Yeah, I trust you. 
And I'm sitting here like, I know, like, we keep going back to it, but he's so 17. Naivete of a 17-year-old. Exactly. Yeah. So 17. Yeah. And I still can't get an actual read on Doc or his intentions. His almost. Yeah, I still My feel like it's tied to feel in a certain sense. Hundred percent. Absolutely. So Leland in the back room made a good point. Like, like you just said, Jamila could be just he's just trying to get closer to uh, Phil's money and influence, and with that particular crowd to like grow the basketball thing, which is not necessarily bad if you're going to be a business partner. I don't know if it's exactly nefarious to. Uh, but he definitely will definitely told too much of his business and by proxy Uncle Phil's business as well, mm-hmm. which is what got him messed up in season one. Well, 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 or will Doc use this against him? Yeah, is why is why I'm so intrigued by this whole narrative. What could an AAU coach possibly leverage over a billionaire? Yeah. A billionaire lawyer. Yeah. So I'm like, like, yo, you're talking about the amount of power and influence that one person holds. Like, what is it that Doc's actually angling for here that could possibly put Phil in a bind to where he feels compelled okay. to actually act? So the using situation will against him somehow, right? And this oh. would be a situation where this particular piece of information and also the stuff that Phil is dealing with weighing this opportunity for himself work and or his firm and that could come into jeopardy but it does feel like they'll be replaying the season one storyline but hmm. mm. I'm intrigued but again I am intrigued as well uh, tr- uh, tr- well, I like it I, I like it what I'm thinking is Okay, so when he was meeting with um, his pretty ex-girlfriend and her friend, um, they were talking about like a lot of the things that you were campaigning on when you were you were you were um, campaigning for uh, what governor or mayor or something like that. District attorney, the DA. Yeah. This, okay, DA. Yeah. When he was campaigning for DA, um, was just like all of like the um, social, social justice. justice issues that you were campaigning for, we can actually help you in that way. If this comes out and you find out that he did it like the back way, it could very well backfire on Uncle Phil. You see what I'm saying? Could be. I wonder they seem to treat in this show as if he as if he did some type of um immoral or illegal unhanded. Yeah, him out. Mm-hmm. It's more. It yeah. seemed like more so. Will I mean, Phil just made a phone call and to the district attorney in Philadelphia and said, "Hey, this is my just let about nephew. He's a good kid. It wasn't that big of a deal, and it was a gang member that was threatening him. So. And it wasn't his gun, right? So yeah, it just it just seems kind of like it just seems like much to do about nothing to me." I feel that. I hope it doesn't become a huge thing. Well, mm. but this is a drama. Or something's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we go to Frederick leaving, and Philip's like, "Hold on. Uh, before you go, you've been. I feel like you feel this way about Jeffrey. I want you to know that he is not like that. He's been there 
your entire fucking life watching from afar, helping your broke-ass family through <laughs> all his trials and tribulations. So, and I know your mother and your father, your adoptive family, they took good care of you. It's the only family I've ever known. You grew up in a two-bedroom flat in Brixton. You ever wonder how they could afford your private education at Dulwich? Or those British street gangs you tried to run with, and they turned you away? The gas, MZ, and 150. They wanted no parts of me. Or that time when your dad was on disability, and your mother lost her receptionist job? And the both of them was out of work for a full year. But you, your siblings, a meal was never missed. Groceries were always on the table, heat and lights on. Jeffrey. He's always been in your life, even when he couldn't be. I know this is something you're going to have to process on your own, and, and I respect that, but uh, I just couldn't let you leave here without knowing who your father really is. Now, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> like oh because how did it not click uh, maybe he was just like uh, yeah my family my family didn't like work for a year like why welfare in um, england shit maybe i don't know well i know they got free health care they do have public assistance in England. i was gonna say yeah. but they got like, projects i was gonna <laughs> let the joke and go as when his dad partners went yeah well, it's hard to see. i know because like these things was really like yeah, my parents didn't have for like geez. five years, and yeah, we were always cool. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's like, go, good on that. My plane's, my plane's leaving. Got to go. Uh, which was like on a regular show. Uh, so we go back to oh god. Uh, Vil goes. Uh, Viv goes off and says, "I don't need this brand to support my art." And immediately she gets a million of the OG on Viv two point oh and says. Bitch, we got. <laughs> I do love though that it was a DM because she's been. I doing thought what she said exactly. You said yeah because she's been. My doing granddaughter these... showed me how to work Instagram, right? Because she oh, been drawing all like five art and what's gonna happen here? I don't. We go because she been all over IG talking ass shit about this fellow. I resent. And it learned, and the message came from ID. Like, yeah, I see this shit. Let's have us a nice little chit chat. So I'm actually surprised. Like, oh shit, oh no. What did you not think she was gonna see? Yeah. So I'm actually interested. What happens with the heart? Okay. You are. Which he has. Okay. Well, Devin, Devin, Juwan, because the art. Um, the art of payment is just say like actually let's I got you. Okay, okay. Juwan and Trey are gonna do the art segment All and right. I are gonna I don't know. Please. Take a nap. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Off, you know what? Let's take a nap. I like right. it. Right. We'll be friends Go for it. the next scene. Right. Monday's a double therapy day for me. Okay. I gotta do a lot of talking. Mm. Uh so Viv goes on or I'm sorry, fight time. Uh fight time. Uh Hillary calls Jazz broke. He calls her bougie. She says, you'll never get some of this bougie ass. And Hillary said, call him broke. I mean, she said, you tried to lift your uh, soft ass wallet and could <laughs> pick up the bill, bitch. And I was like, damn, Hillary, that's kind of rough. I checked my account, Hillary. 
If you would have just let the woman run the damn car. <sighs> Look, I had the money. Okay, you have the money, I have the money, we both have the money. That's not the problem. The problem is you didn't believe that I had the money. Be real. What are you talking about? I bet if you were at dinner with LaMarcus... Oh, my then... God. Really? You're not seriously still on that? Let me finish. I just know you would have given him the benefit of the doubt before you pulled out your platinum card. Okay, Jazz, you're really making this more than what it needs to be, and you're ruining the night. I'm ruining the night? Yes, you're ruining the night. And you know what else? I am so, so tired of dancing around your insecurity. <laughs> Here we go. The truth comes out. Come on, tell me. Okay, you want the truth? Yeah, I do. You want the truth? What was up with the fake-ass date? Fake-ass dates? Yes. You wasn't saying that when you were swallowing that $100 lobster. Okay, so what? How much money you have or spend, that doesn't even matter to me. You say that now, Hillary. But come on. You know damn well you don't want to walk red carpets with a fucking Uber driver. <sighs> Is that what you really think I am? You really think I'm that obsessed with the superficial shit in life? I see how people look at us. All your little influencer friends. You just a come up for me, and I'm a setback for you. So just admit it, or you can keep lying to yourself. I can't do this anymore. I mean, we act like our differences don't matter. You can't get past them. And that's a you problem. That's not me. Is how it ends? I guess so. And he's like, damn, that's how you feel? She was like, yeah, now get the step it. He's like, all right. Uh, honestly, he really just let his pride get the best of him because the whole time he, she has been showing her, well, she has been showing him that she's down for him and she's with him. And only when, like, the, you know, the shit with the restaurant, obviously, that kind of sucks. But she was just really trying to be like, listen, it's cool. I got it. Because it's okay that I got it. Obviously, Devin would be ecstatic if a woman just paid for elf shit. Trey probably would be, too. Uh, do you, so do y'all feel this is all Jazz's fault? Okay. A good amount, like, over 50%, yeah. I don't think this is enough to break up over. No. Not necessarily. Because you are probably... Right, you're clearly in a heightened sense of insecurity because of mm -hmm. what's going on. And again, you're going to feel some type of way The whether or not you get over it or how quickly you get over it is a thing. And he should have gotten over it quickly. But this is their first date. It's a lot. And for that to be drawn on him, I'm like, you got to work through these things if you really want to make it work. And I thought she was a quick, it was a hair quick trigger for this to be it when she was just telling Will that we should be stronger than this. So I feel like she's doing the towel kind of quick. We are making and paving no the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. So I mean, I should I should have called it last week that they were breaking up this week. Yeah. I saw it. I think saw it coming. Didn't I'm hot. Trevor is on the way. I think I'm not have, but I, I I knew this was happening. If y'all been do you, okay, well, with it being, do you think it's over? Completely. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Round. It was one of those things where, like, we tried it, but it just didn't work. Like, I'm shit. Like, I think there was an episode when they dated like once or twice. You know what I mean? Well, they went out. But, they went. 
he like convinced her to go out a couple times and she mm-hmm. saw like a different side of him. But, but it yeah, still didn't it, work, right? Right, no. Well, no, no. Well, he was broke. Yeah. So here, here's what I think. When they went out with Queen Latifah, when she was dogging Hillary. Oh, when she was a bitch to yeah. Hillary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I gotta go grab a the OG show. But that, yeah, that was that was the episode where she was working for Queen Latifah. Yeah, because Queen Latifah was on there kind of. Yeah. He was on there a couple of times in two different roles. Yeah. Yep. In two different roles. And there's yeah. a fat girl that will. Uh, John oh yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went to the to the um to that restaurant. Oh yeah, I never talked. I never date her. That's not my girl. Yeah. No, you know she's bad. Yeah, yeah, basically. And she and she's so she's pretty, have y'all not seen a Bessie? That ain't me. Oh, damn. So I know you've seen Bessie because she, Queen, I, yeah, Queen Latifah's titties are in it. Yeah, you got them right. That's the only part I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we go to fake drink. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. So, like I said, been saying for weeks, Jazz with this insecure shit that we stole. So, did I get the best of Yes. You wanted, you pursued her, you hollered at her, you got her. Knowing who she was. Knowing who she was, knowing what kind of family she comes from, knowing the caliber of woman that she is, knowing what she is accustomed to. And her occupation. And her occupation. You, but you're going to get up in your little insecure feelings because she paid for the meal or because... She like she, you wouldn't even question if Lamarcus could afford it. Well, he is a millionaire flip-out lady. Mm-hmm. And you put two hundred dollars in your bank account so you can afford a piece of mobster. So broke ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like you should you need to know your you need to know your station. If she did not care about that, then you could have took her to the two for twenty and she would have been fine because she was with you. Bitches love chillies. Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> I'm only saying that because I don't know their names individually. Gianni Gatlin's. Thank you. He is. I don't like how they basically characterize Jazz as this insecure dude. And honestly, Jazz, I know Deb has been saying it, but Jazz honestly did not register as broke to me into this episode. Because he's basically. Yeah, he didn't register his book. He didn't. Of course, he wasn't a millionaire, obviously. But I don't um, think it's necessarily that he was broke. He just isn't on Hillary's level. Well, yes, yes, he yes. he's not a check. He's not a billionaire. Yeah, he's he's, he's working. He like yeah, it's like working class, but making it, but able yeah. to make it. That's how he registers for me. And but, he thought he had enough money to buy that dinner and he so technically did you. because he said that he checked his account he checked his statement and that shit I mean, didn't click said, if you have so, to see it you don't have it that's real that's real but but yeah i just don't I like this up before we got here <laughs> i just don't like this whole reframing of his character as this like insecure for back of a for lack of a better term sip at the and making them break up because she broke up with him because he wasn't man enough 
to just over and get she over she never said anything about she never showed that she was um that she was um concerned about the money situation she never ever ever said or showed really that she cared about that she was just like fuck it yeah i got it i don't care i'm with you right but the other part of that and one thing that Devin also been saying uncle phil how he kind of was looking at jazz when he found out that they were in a serious relationship mm -hmm. i feel like uncle phil in retrospect was kind of looking at it was can this guy support you when mm -hmm. i'm no longer paying for you i don't want my honey be to work but then again like she is an influencer and she's pretty much yeah she's good right you know but he probably still yeah a bit, you know but yeah but i mean she's making her own yeah so next she's like Lori harvey she's Lori harvey basically right community vagina so no oh so when we see trevor lamar is digging that out next week it's totally the jazz file trevor lamar i love i wish i was the next dixie jumped on i promise you that uh let's go to fake drake and he tells will you're welcome bitch and will says i knew i couldn't trust you light-skinned niggas and uh my question is to you Drake. What should Will do about this new uh, reality that he knows about that it was actually fake Drake that did this? Should he tell somebody? Does tell it matter if who did it? Or what do you do? Well, the first person he tells is Coffin. Yo. Mm -hmm. He should tell That's number one. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's the first thing that he's going to be. That's the first person he tells. The first thing he does is tell Rock. And that's what he needs to do. Um, second thing he needs to do is find somewhere where cameras don't exist and punch fake Drake really, really hard. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece. Yeah. I mean, he deserves Faith bothers me. Is it? No, no, intentionally so. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you this question. I just thought of it because I'm thinking about the scene. Uh, Lisa walks up and says, you want to go to lunch or wherever the fuck they're going. Mm -hmm. I feel like Will is going to confront him later and she's going to take it as him hating on them. And it's going to cause draft. It's like, that. yeah, and it's going to be a problem where you just, you just don't want me to be happy type shit. It's like, what do y'all think? Mm -hmm. I have to see it. Lisa's just trying to find some sort of man at this point. And I hate to say it like that. I'm not saying that she's fast or she's hot in the pants or anything like that. But like, she I think she is so broken. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, she she just needs a rebound nigga. That's what she needs. Yeah, she's looking for a rebound nigga. And obviously, like, like, high, like Degrassi Drake is it. But, um, because it was so easy, she was just like, yeah, after the fight with Carlton, I'm so, so sorry. Hey, can we hang out? Look at me light-skinned with my big-ass lips and shit. And she just she just melted, like, oh, okay, you're so crazy. Like, it, like I, Lisa, girl. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I really think Will does the right thing by it. Did, wait, he, did he actually tell... Carlton yet or are we just no no that? no yeah he just told Will and he was like damn you mad that he beat your ass and you've been like you haven't liked him since he came into that black group so that makes sense okay so we're just hoping that he tells Will right I mean Carlton okay what right, you right, right. do about I hope tell Carlton absolutely hope he tells Carlton Juwan you got anything to add nope y'all pretty much said it 
All right, let's go back. Hey, Fredro, hold on, Devin. You know who Fake Drake is? Like, as far as I see him now, being a, a Magic fan, you can appreciate and hate this at the same time. Matt Marks, he's seventeen-year-old Aaron Gordon. Oh, I'm sad because he got good once it, he left. Yeah, but he looks just like him. You know what? He does look like Aaron Gordon. Seven on your eye. I thought you meant as a player because I hate. No, him. that's what he looks like to me in the face. He does look like a senior-old Aaron Gordon. He plays for Denver, Jamel. He's uh, he used to play for the Magic. Yeah, and he got robbed of two dog contests. Let's not talk about that. I'm sorry about those. That's exactly who you remind me of. Yeah, your nigga stole him from us, by the way. You're welcome. All right. I almost said fuck you for the first talk. Uh, no, nah, but I, the, he definitely stole him. Like, 100%. I'm glad, I'm glad and it was when he was the Timberwolves, so I can't even defend him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, fuck, fuck Zach Levine. Uh, Fred as a wolf. wolf. As a T-Wolf. Goes yeah, as a wolf. I want to lose. We've already established nah. this. Wrap it up, right. B. You're going to lose. Frederick comes back and says, "I, you know what? I'm going to give you another chance. Maybe I can steal from you. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey's like, okay. This is where the scamming begins. Right. And so he's saying, anything I want to add to that? No, Frederick. I hope it doesn't not go to scam. I hope he doesn't right. scam. Uh, we get uh, to basketball practice, and for some strange reason, Will is now elevated to first team. And the nigga that got the UCLA uh, signing uh, scholarship has been dealt with or taken to the train station, if you will. Because he's he's like, where's uh, such and such? And he's like, do you want to be on the bench or not? He's like, hey, not. That's none of your business. You and so my question is, what did Doc do to that kid? And two, what is this nigga planning? Oh, my gosh. I don't even necessarily think that it's something that he did to the other kid. It was just that he moved him up to um, probably get closer to Will. So Will would trust him with even more information. Interesting. I like it and hate it at the same time. Yeah, I I don't want to be right, but that's just what I think it is. Best rib. Same. Okay. No notes. All right. Uh, We go uh, to Carlton coming clean. And then he decides to get dirty by doing crack. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like when the conversation that he had that he had right before, it was perfect. Yes. And even when he got on Instagram live, and you know he he said his whole spit like, "Yes, I completely fucked up. Please don't let that define me." You know, I understood because he like, and even when he talked to uh, um, Aunt Viv, he was like. Um, listen, like, I understand what I used to be and I'm not proud of it, but I'm really trying to redefine myself. And then it sounds like he's kind of talking to the OG Carlton because the OG Carlton stood firm in his conservative Republican. Cause you know, if this was like, like the OG Carlton would absolutely be like fucking Clarence Thompson. Thomas. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, yes. Fuck that nigga, him, him, that (laughs) But, um... Yeah, but I think this Carlton is just like, yeah, um, growing up as a rich minority around only white people is fucking tough. I had to navigate my own way and I'm, you know, I tried to go along to get along, but I know it wasn't completely right and I'm I'm learning better and I'm doing better. Okay, okay, I'm fine with that, but 
I just don't know if that's gonna be enough to, you know what I mean? This way. Well, I, I thought yeah. it was a good speech. I thought it was a great speech, which was kind of what confused me as to why he went to the Started crack. Doing crack. Right. Cocaine. He might as well. Right. He might as well snort that shit on camera. Right. Literally. At this point, you got to. At this point, the speech was great. I'm just sitting here like, oh, yes, you know, I'm redefining myself and I'm going to be better. Mm -hmm. I know I fucked up, but listen, that was oh. old me and I am absolutely not doing that anymore. And I was succumbing to pressure and I have anxiety and I'm finna go sore crack. And I'm sitting here like, wait, whoa, <laughs> it wait. Went, it, went, it went from so high to so low so quick. Snort yes. it. Crack. I, right. What I said. I, I'm about to right. smoke some coke. <laughs> 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 So I was like, okay, Carlton, right on. So that was the end of the episode. All right. Cocaine's out of the drug. You want, uh, is there any feedback? First bit of feedback comes from China. She says, Jazz is a real bitch with real little man syndrome and little dick energy. I'm glad they broke up so she can get a real nigga back. Hey, LaMarcus. I wasn't a fan of how they completely skipped over a conversation about him ignoring her for days, though. I hope that reverse Tyler Perry villain get his ass whooped again for leaking the video. That was awful. By today's standard, Carlton would have gotten so much heat and canceled quickly. Would have had, had to do a Daniel Caesar apology years later. <laughs> Lastly, my man was in a lot of this episode, so it's a fave so far. And yes, Juwan, I love a deep complexion man, the black of the berry. All right, now. I was feeling bad when his son wanted to leave, but very happy Phil stepped in and told him how integral Jeffrey was in his life. Hope to see more of them together. Thank you, China. Next bit of feedback comes from Shanna. Uh, she says, hey, y'all, I really like this episode, especially the stuff around Jeffrey's son. Everyone was trying to make Jeffrey seem like such a good guy. They didn't realize it was hurting his case because it must be shitty as fuck to feel like your dad was willing to be a father figure to everyone but you. Also, I like Philip trying to make Jeffrey look good. But if Jeffrey didn't even know where his kid was until a week ago, Vivian and Phil were doing all the money stuff he was talking about, right? That's true. Moving on. Jazz played himself. Sad to see him go out like that, but until he believes he's good enough for Hillary, it wasn't going to work. The Carlton Wheel stuff is annoying because I thought last week's episode would make them approach this competition differently, but they immediately reverted to being a petty, and now they're letting the pancake-colored Negroes mess them up. I'm enjoying the podcast, and I appreciate Trey's voice on the show. Keep it up. Thank you, Shanna. And last bit of feedback comes from Charlene. Drew needs another ass whooping. I don't know how he got such a pristine footage in the locker room. Weirdo. I know it's TV, but still. I barely understand the conflict of snitching on Drew, because who would believe he did it as revenge? Why is Lisa so oblivious? Jazz, let's sigh. Will sent his best friend off just to tell him LaMarcus is set on Hillary and Hillary is set on Jazz. That waitress was annoying. Hillary was a little annoying trying to pay so quickly. Jamel, I do hope LaMarcus' first name is Trevor. Frederick, well, this was a filler storyline. Grand opening, Jeffrey meets your son. He feels abandoned. Grand closing, Frederick, your daddy was a Batman, but he paid for all your stuff and, keep the, and kept the gangs away. I love you, Dad. I love you, son. And scene. 
Hopefully, Frederick returns with a little more story for Jeffrey. Not loving the acting from Phil and Vivian this week seemed a little stiff. Okay, I'll have to watch the next episode. Love y'all. Bye. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you, Charlene. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You can leave us feedback by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. I repeat, etopod at gmail.com or on our voicemail line at 205-304-1655 where I would either read or play aloud on air. But as always, listeners new and recurring, we appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to us. As a favor, we do ask you to please take a couple of minutes of your time and leave us a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Five stars if you really like us. We would greatly appreciate that. It just takes a minute or two and you will be helping us out immensely by showing up for us in that way. Also, for our Spotify listeners, you can leave a star rating for us on our show page there as well. This will help new listeners find us and check us out and allow for the show to grow in popularity. So, again, we appreciate that you do that for us and we appreciate those that have already done so. You can find the show on Twitter at edit that out one on Instagram at ETO pod and now on TikTok where the cool kids are at edit that out. We are also on the book of faces. If you search for edit that out, you will find our show page edit that out with Jamil, Devin and Jawan and the Facebook group for edit that out where you can follow and join both for content updates. And lastly, but definitely not least, you can also support us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash edit it out for as little as $2 a month where you would get all the bonus content such as casual movie reviews, ad-free episodes, and all the problematic but hilarious things that I do have to cut out of the main show feed. And Jamel may show feats. So if you can spare us a couple of bucks, we would greatly appreciate your support there as well. Thank you very, very much again for listening and thank you for your support. All right, we're going to uh, bring this out with everything being said. Jamil, where can they find you on the internet? You are able to find me at Jamel My Bell on Instagram and Twitter. That is Jamel My Bell, J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you're looking to find me on Facebook, um, I will give you my cash app. <laughs> and a dollar goes a long way uh, amen and Trey yes you can find me on Twitter at, at underscore TR3Y underscore alright Devin uh, you can find me in St. Louis uh, oh. where the gunplay rang all day you got there right <laughs> uh, on Twitter at Devin Lamar with two eyes talk about it and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. Once again, and the same every week, we thank you listeners. We appreciate every single last one of you. Even the MAGA supporters. Even the MAGA supporters. Hey. <laughs> we need them to get on Patreon. Right. That indictment. No, sorry for that, man. I, I, I went with worry about that later subscribe to the patreon subscribe to the patreon but uh thank you very much for top tier yes 
Tyler's here. Thank you very Twice. much. Make America great again. EG. No, we're going to be that's too far. You too went far. too far. Too, nothing too far. I said, the fire, you are going to be playing. We need a We need a bar. We need to get this nigga out of Alabama. Oh. Out, out. And they say, where's that, where's that, where's that meme of LeBron pulling the ref over to kick that dude out? <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> yeah, one uh, and two, get him out. Hello? Yeah, well. Thank you, but we will talk to you next week for uh, episode eight. Is that the last episode? We're not taking. Um, we're not doing ten. Is it not ten? Okay, it's not great. Oh, uh, it was ten last last year. So I, I, so I guess it's not ten. ten. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, it's been ten. Okay. Well, we will talk to you next uh, week for episode eight of eight. I yeah. think it's only eight. They're only oh, doing really? Wait, this, next year was the finale. I don't believe, right? No, it can't be. They would have. I don't feel right. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm happy if I'm wrong. Go ahead. We'll be here for eight or ten. Well, we'll be here for all of them. Don't worry. Ten. Ten. It's ten. Confirm. Ten. Ten. I'm just hoping it's ten. It's ten. Okay. It's ten. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week for episode eight of Bill Air on the Cock. Peace. Peace. Bye bye. Hey, Matt, I think there might be one more gift for your mom right there. It hasn't been a normal year, so this Christmas, get her something extraordinary during the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Nathan, you didn't. With flexible financing and 0% APR, there's never been a better time to buy or lease a new Lexus. Merry Christmas, baby. Are you kidding me, Nathan? Did you seriously buy a car without asking me? Well... Because for Christmas... This is a major purchase! Right, but it, it was a December to remember. It's a Lexus! We don't have the money for this, Nathan! We don't? No, we don't! Your father doesn't... Your father hasn't worked since last March. What? Yeah, COVID has hit a lot of people hard, and I'm no exception. Nathan, you got fired in March 2019. COVID had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Hey, pal, I guess your old man's busted. Mm. It's beginning to look a lot like savings. So get to your local Lexus dealer today. How much did you spend on this ridiculous car, Nathan? It was only $39.99 to its signing. Four grand. It's not that much, babe. And how much is the monthly payment? The what? Did you think this entire car cost $4,000? Uh-huh. There's a monthly payment. Yeah, but with the 0% April, I think it's all good. April? Do you mean APR? I'm pretty sure it's APR. Wow. Just wow. Hey, come on, it's Christmas. This is good. I did a good thing for us. Let's enjoy it. Dad, it's nine in the morning. So? It's not like I have work later. <laughs> come on. Hey! Hey, neighbor. You bought a Lexus? You come to me three weeks ago. Oh, Mike, help me. I need money. I can't buy Christmas gifts for my family. My wife doesn't respect me. I didn't say that. My wife's cheating on me with everyone. Mom, you are? I want to look cool in front of my son's girlfriend. Ew, Dad, is that why you pierced your ear? Uh, no, I've had this forever. I just need five grand to get back on my feet. And then you buy a Lexus? Yeah, well, it was beginning to look a lot like savings at my local Lexus dealer. I want my money back, man. Tomorrow. Hey, Kathy.
What is that look? You know what? We're taking this car back to the dealership now. I better drive. Maybe we stop by Jenna's on the way over. Show her this cool car your dad got, huh? Shut up! Give the gift of Lexus and definitely talk it over first.